Digital Focus. And today on the show, we chat with Ajax Stop the Chris Carter because, well, he believes there are more opportunities that do lay ahead for Australian grain growers there in Africa. Dr. Chris, hello there to you. Hello, Joe. How are you going? Not too bad, mate. You've just uh, got out of a, uh, a breakfast there. Can you let us know what uh, the main conversation was, a part of the brekkie there this morning? Sure. So we had a, a breakfast hosted by Giwa and Atik. And topic of the breakfast, we're talking about diversity in the grains industry. So talking about uh, sort of representation in gender. Yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty good session. We had a couple of people on stage. So Ben yeah. McNamara, who yeah. I think we know from... CBH and yep. Heather Brayford from Deep Herd and Sharon Parker, who's um, been doing some work in, in this area as well, and also one of the AGIC research managers um, who manages a, a fairly diverse group of people in our, in our laboratories in Perth here. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty, good, pretty good conversation, actually. Just talking about how the, how the industry has changed over yep. the last yep. sort of 15, 20 years <laughs> and uh, certainly how it's changed in terms of that representation. Yeah, right. good discussion. Yeah. All right, so there you go. I'm sure we'll hear more about that today. But yesterday, mate, you uh, well, you had a bit of a, a talk there at the GRDC Grains Research Updates. Uh, the growth in Africa offering that you reckon uh, opportunities for Australian grain growers. Talk yeah. us through uh, your thoughts about this. So it's, a, it's an interesting sort of opportunity mm. in that we, we what we look at is the the, uh, the population growth in, in Africa and we're seeing by 2035 there's going to be an extra 400 million people. Mm. That's spread over the uh, spread over the whole continent. You know, some some of that we have a, an advantage into getting out of the east coast of Africa with our, our proximity around shipping, uh, which is useful. Uh, not so much on the west coast, where it's going to be dominated by Canada and the US. But, you know, it's still even on some of the the six countries we're looking at down that east coast, there's still going to be population growth of 130 odd million, which is um, you know it's a lot of lot of people to feed. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, because uh, we already go into what north and. Southeast Asia, don't we? we? We certainly go into North and yep. Southeast Asia, yeah. yeah, yep. yeah. Um, and we, we do go into Africa, but it's, it's more an opportunistic market. Yep. So if we have a, an oversupply or we have a lot of grain to sell, um, we often bounce in and out of those markets. But you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one in terms of an opportunity as well, just because you know, they're, they're also pretty proximate to, hmm. uh, to Black Sea and Russia, and those guys are growing their grain exports at a huge rate. So, Did you get much feedback after you? You talked there at the Grains Research Updates there yesterday. Yeah, had a, had a chat with a couple of guys yeah. um, who are actually working over working over yeah, there right. in terms yep. of promoting industry. So one of the guys has been doing a bit of consulting around Namibia and through, I think, uh, Rwanda and uh, Kenya as well. Mm. And he's mm. suggesting that you know, there's, there's pockets of the country which are, are really good to operate and there's pockets of the country which um, maybe maybe not so much at the moment. But the growth the growth in those countries just in, in terms of the economic growth and you're starting to see a heap of foreign investment going in as well. You know, that's, that's something we really need to, to keep an eye on uh, where those where those high value opportunities are. But at, I mean, at the moment, though, we're still seeing that probably the high value opportunities for the grains industry still mm. reside in Southeast Asia, just because they really appreciate the quality of grain that we grow. So it is some of the colour characteristics and some of the other sort of functional properties of our grain. How much is there <laughs> of a of a gap between sort of say wheat production and consumption in East Africa and some of the African countries? Well, at the moment, they. Some, some of them are heavily importing. There is some production, a lot of subsistence uh, type agriculture going on. So providing those um, alternate crops. So there's reasonable consumption of things like millet and pulses but, and a, a lot of maize going in as well. Okay. Um, so there is production over there. But in terms of the, the growth and that productivity that they require to, to feed this additional population going out in the next 15, 20 years, yeah, right. it's going to need to be huge productivity growth, which then opens up uh, the question of if they've got economic growth and the ability to pay for, for import, uh, where are those imports going to come from? And maybe Maybe in the in the short term, it might be uh, Russia and Ukraine once yep. they get themselves sorted out. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> once they start paying for quality, you know, that's, yeah. that's when yeah. it really becomes an interesting opportunity if they if they if they can buy grain based on what, what they can make. So I'm guessing going forward, there are going to be advantages and disadvantages. What are some of the advantages with this? Well, one of the advantages is again, it's just the um, it is that growth in population. Yeah. Yeah. So that means that when we have uh, a really good production of the year, like we've had not not so much last year, a couple of years before that, uh, we we have that market available. Yeah. So, you know, one of, one of the activities we need to make sure that we embrace is um, keeping those those relationships open in terms of those business to business relationships and certainly government to government business relationships. So that when we do have those big years, it's mm. uh, almost a seamless sort of get in and out of those markets. So that's that's really important to us to have those those markets we can tap into when we need them. And the disadvantages would there be? Disadvantages. Well, some. I think some markets are probably going to be triggering people's uh, sort of appetite to appetite for risk, yeah. um, and that's um, I think that's reasonably well um, understood. And you know, we, if we leverage a little bit off some of the networks being built up through the mining industry, we start to get some understanding of, of where those those areas are. But we're starting to build up some of those networks through consultants um, in market in those markets. So we're starting to. I'd, I'd like to think we're getting a better better handle on on how to operate in a, in a less risky way in in some of these markets. But I suppose one of the one of the things we will face, as I sort of flagged before, is that it will be competitive because yep. um, the the types of types of bread they make. Uh, pretty well suited to um, grain, whether it be from Australia or the US or, or Russia. So there are other considerations about um, how how that opportunity looks, for sure. And I'm guessing that the industry itself would be sort of keeping a close eye on what is happening with the African markets going forward? I think they certainly yeah. should. I yeah. think we, we certainly need to keep an eye on it. And, and as I say, make sure that when the time is right, that yeah. we can, we can yeah. get in and um, and help help where we can. I suppose, sure. and I suppose not just with wheat, but uh, plenty of legumes as well. Uh, lupins, I, I believe, is the buzzword for 2024. So who knows what might happen, Dr. Chris? Absolutely. Who knows what might happen? It's a new year. Absolutely. Yes. All right. So uh, there you go. The growth in Africa offers opportunities for Australian grain growers. Maybe something to uh, think about for uh, WA grain growers going forward. Hey, Dr. Chris, I know you've got to get back into day two. Thanks for taking the time out and having a chat on Rural Focus this morning. Not a problem at all. Thanks very much, Chris. From AJIC, the Market Insights Acting Manager, Dr. Chris Carter, who uh, did chat at the Grains Research Update in Perth yesterday. And uh, also, too, uh, yeah, big congratulations, too, to, uh, to Grains Australia getting behind this as well. So uh, maybe something that you can think about for WA Grain Growers. Growth in Africa, offering opportunities for Australian grain. I'm sure it's got some WA Grain Growers thinking about that going forward.